Hello and welcome into The Bench Press, here to bring you everything from school sport results to featured guest interviews. Are your hosts Adam Hoy, Keani Forsyth, Jackson Spencer, Mitch Absalon and Will Clift. We are the voice of James Nash School Sport. Let's kick off. Welcome into a very eventful pre-show of episode nine of the Bench Press podcast. My name is Adam, here with Mitch and Kiani this week. How you doing, boys? Girls? We're here every week. True. And it sounds like a very eventful first breakout in the playground, so if you hear some different noises jumping in, we'll try and edit it out, but most likely won't. Yes, we'll try beep, as much as we can. So, two big stories this week. We had the grand final of the Bill Turner Cup tournament for our under-15 boys. They were taking on Marumba Downs from just north of Brisbane in the grand final, and that was hosted down at Gympie United on, was it Wednesday morning, 11.30? Oh, yeah. And we've got two points of views here because Mr Powell and Miss Kennedy up in P did an awesome job of getting about 30 spectators down to watch the game. We had to take a couple of rec classes down. So I was with them, we got to watch the game from the sidelines and Mitch was actually one of the linesmen for the game. So I got to see it from an official's point of view. Unfortunately, the boys went down 3-0 in the final. It was a closer match than the final scoreline. Uh, Marumba scored a goal very early on from a penalty, I believe, Mitch. Yeah. What was the penalty for? I just, it was definitely penalty. Okay, you kind of can't do that in soccer. So, um, Rumba Downs are up 1-0 very early on, but it was also 1-0 at half-time. And from my point of view, on the sideline, James Nash had a period of sustained pressure and created a couple of chances in the first half that they unfortunately couldn't put to bed and went into half-time at 1-0. Uh, what was your read of the overall first half, Mitch? Um, yeah, no, best quality from the get-go. They um, had really good... Team Kahi. It was good to watch. Um, but Gimpy on either side of like 10 minutes, either side of the day, played really well. Yeah, they did. And um, going into, the, I got to go in the sheds at halftime and listen to Coach Reed, Mr. Anthony Reed, give his halftime speech. And the boys were really upbeat, uh, really positive energy coming out of there. They knew they were in the game. And there was talk of a shift of formation that they were going to go to 15 minutes into the second half. And here's Mr. Reed actually explain his decision for that. Right, we're here with Mr. Reid, coach of the under-15 Bill Turner Cup team. He's just had his halftime chat with the boys. They seem pretty positive. Um, yeah, mate, they're well in the game. Um, as I said at halftime, um, for those lads, sometimes they look at their opposition, they get a little bit nervous about it, and it, it takes them a half to realise that they're, they deserve to be out here and they're just as much quality as the other team. Yeah, and we're versus Marumba Downs, and they seem like the second half of that first half, they started to dominate down the flanks before centering the ball. You addressed that at halftime. You talked about a change of formation. What are we starting with in the second half? Um, we're not changing anything to start the second half. Um, we're just going to wait maybe 10 or 15 minutes um, and then we're looking at throwing an extra man in the midfield. Um, just hoping to cause a bit of um, confusion in amongst their midfield partway through the game. Um, and that might get, open the door for us to get a few opportunities late in the second half. We can put one away. Um, I'm feeling pretty confident if we can take this one to extra time and lead it to a shootout. We'll never know what's going to happen. Awesome. Positive words there from Coach Reed. Good luck, mate. Thanks, mate. So as you heard there, the goal was to keep the formation, try and keep it 1-0 or tie the game up. About 15 minutes into the second half, I think we changed our formation into a more attacking style of football, pushed our players forward. But unfortunately, 
Rama Downs, as Mitch said, been very skilled, very structured on the ball, found gaps down the wings uh, where space was available, crossed one in. Um, Ollie Wilson saved the first shot but couldn't keep the second one out. And then that was 2-0. Boys' heads dropped a little bit. The third one got put on pretty quick. But then they fought back for the last period of the game and even had a free kick, which is the last last kick of the game. So um, I think, Mitch, you noticed something with Marumba Downs after the full-time whistle? Yeah, so um, I was honestly surprised. It being a grand final uh, of the Bill Turner Cup, uh, full-time whistle, it was, it was kind of strange. Yeah, there was... Very much a lack of celebration. I think they might already be looking on to what's next for them, maybe the next step. And credit to the Nash boys going down to grand final. Uh, they were very good sports the whole way through. Um, congratulated their opposition, walked off with their heads up, and were still in good spirits. They knew they perhaps didn't put their best finishing performance in, but they definitely did the school proud. And I said to them, it's the furthest I've ever seen a team go in any high school I've been at. So well done, boys. Well done, Mr. Reed. Uh, Miss Kennedy for doing all the admin paperwork behind and for Mr. Powell and those students for coming down for the grand final. All right, moving on to next big event um, at James Nash is girls rugby, which kicks mm -hmm. off next week, week three. And Keani's going to give us a rundown on the teams that we have in the competitions and where they'll be playing in week one. With girls rugby this year, a new format, format for games, yeah. you could say we actually play Two 20-minute games with 10-minute halves against two different schools interesting and will probably be, I don't think it'll be a success, but we actually have team, two under-14s teams, <laughs> two under-14s team, and under-16s, and with our under-14s, the James Nash Black under in Siena, at Jake Stokes next and James Nash Gold, but NCC Ice. Yeah, so that's Nambour Christian College. Uh, they've um, yeah, so they've got. This is their first year in the comp, and the reason why the girls are playing two twenty-minute games each week is there was such a large number of schools wanting to put teams in. So instead of only versing half the schools, this is a way for the girls to be able to play every other school in the comp. So it's awesome for girls rugby. Uh, this is the first time we've seen Nambour Christian College put a team in. Uh, Chancellor Park has a team this year. You've still got um, St. Teresa's, Matthew Flinders have put a team in this year. So a, a fair bit of variety for the girls. Uh, under 16s? Uh, yeah, under 16s at Jack Stokes. And then Open Girl, we have an away game against Sienna and Grammar. Yeah, so there's going to be a fair bit going on. And this is going to happen through the year where the girls' age groups are going to be split over different venues. There's actually four venues running every week to fit all the games in, which is awesome to see. Uh, those game times, the under-14s will be kicking off at 4 o'clock next Wednesday afternoon at Jack Stokes. And there'll be Nash teams playing all the way through to a final kickoff of 6.55. So you can come down pretty much any time through there, support the girls. We've got a very strong under-16s team that have made the grand final, I think, the last two seasons. And we've got a solid core of girls in the open team with three girls from... Victory playing, yes. oh, Victory playing well, no, for the Nash two. team. Two girls from Victory. Girl okay, and one girl's come to Nash. So to fill up the numbers there, and Kiani's coming into her third season playing rugby for the school. Yeah. She's trying to think. She's looking up at the ceiling. That's what I do. I've been in too many Hoy's classes and coaching sessions. Yes. Yes. And I'm back on board a little bit this year, which will be cool. Um, Mr. Sidey is coaching the under-14s. We've got Mr. Morrison coaching the under-16s and Mr. Jenkins and Miss Hankinson coaching the Opens. And boys. And 
Oh, yes. So really looking forward to that, uh, which means Jackson, Mitch and I will be doing the bench press filming and match reports as County will be playing this term. So lots to look forward to in girls' rugby. Um, really excited to see what happens with our soccer players moving forward if there's our other comps, and we're still awaiting news on a new volleyball tournament for Term 3. With everything pretty much at a standstill elsewhere, we figured we're going to have another crack at our game show. Overrated, underrated, favourite, least favourite. And this week I put out the notices to the whole school, teachers and care classes for ideas or topics for us to choose from. Before he didn't know any of them. This is actually entirely accurate, yes. So a thank you to Columbia 9A, I believe, Miss um, Dutton's class. So they put forward a number of ideas, most of them centred around gaming, uh, Fortnite, Minecraft, etc. And the game kind of works when it's a topic where we all have at least a limited understanding. And unfortunately, I couldn't really have an input on those. So sorry to that. Sorry to those groups. We did actually have some other topics put through as well, so I'm going to throw them out to these two and see which one we choose. So we can go with Simpsons characters, car brands, uh, historical figures, or school subjects. What are we What are we thinking for this week, guys? Uh, I reckon we go down the list and start off with car. Brands. Simpsons is first. We're going to go Simpsons. Yes. All right. <laughs> Overrated, underrated, favorite, least favorite Simpsons characters. Overrated, let's go. Get out. Sorry, when I had justification, sorry. My bad. Okay. Bart is every person's favourite character. Bad boy. What about, he's got, what character is there there? Other than he's just too cool for school. Which is jealous that no one thinks of him. He's who I want to be. I can't ride a skateboard. Can you? No. Okay, there we go. <laughs> Jeez, that, that's oh, okay. controversial. So, no, that's cool, that's cool. Let's, let's go to the next one. Woof. Um, Overrated? Yeah, yeah. Home. Oh my <laughs> gosh. <laughs> no, what, what have I got you? left here? He literally drinks, eats. He burps. Burps, takes pigs, turns them into a spider pig. There's nothing. Spider pig does whatever a spider pig does. He has a wife that does everyone. He was almost a heavyweight boxing world champion. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> he literally does nothing. There's nothing. Okay. I, I think I have to bring some common sense back to this because they've just wiped out the two best characters of the show. <laughs> um, Ned Flanders is completely oh overrated. <laughs> One left-handed, just should not get that much screen time to start <laughs> with. And um, they try to make him out like he's this important sort of figurehead and we know that he's only there really because the Simpsons family is so let's say different confused all over the place he's and he's like insane. he brings the stable uh, sort of figure for them to lean on and it really doesn't need to be there because it's a great show and it could have been even crazier and more whack if he wasn't there and it just takes up too much screen time underrated <laughs> Sorry, I didn't know. I'm just, I'm not down with the whole... Ned is underrated. That's why underrated. Oh, wow. <laughs> you want to see more of uh, Mr. Nice Guy? Yeah. The amount of... Th Homer just takes whatever he wants. And argue for Matthew just gives it to him. Because he's got a... He's also ripped. Yeah, that's <laughs> an episode, the only thing. In one episode, he's like fully ripped. 
Um, in that play, he did with absolute rip. So you're pretty much saying that because he doesn't argue back or stop Homer from doing anything, he's ripped. We pretty much could just get like a um, a doll from any fashion shop and just no. sit him in that house. And it's the same character. <laughs> no, he's like a chill, cool-headed person. Heart. All right. Ripped. Cool. Willie. Willie is so underrated. He's awesome. Um, he, he's just, he's also shredded as well, but. That doesn't really so, so I'm saying there's a theme it's here that um, like all the shredded, um, all the shredded people on The Simpsons are the underrated ones. Okay. Oh, geez, if I'm gonna go along that same, same vein, underrated, Maggie, the baby. Yeah, okay. Yeah, you're just looking like you didn't know it is. Why? Because she. I know she, she needs to. She's been on there for twenty years, right? She needs to at least say a word here and there. And there's one of the best episodes of The Simpsons is the whole murder mystery and it goes yeah. over and And she's a key figure in that. And her facial expression, she's got so much sass and she's a lot smarter than I think people make her out to be. And she needs more screen time. Because outside of Lisa, she's probably got the second most brains in the whole show. And I love it when she has input. Favourite? Yeah, favourite. They're looking up at the ceiling. They're going to come up with something good. I'm just going to go, Bart's, Bart's my favourite, he's awesome. There's, there's nothing he's done that I've ever disliked, except for a couple of minor character personality flaws that he's working through as a teenage boy. Teenage? Yeah. Close enough. Um, and by the end of the episode, I love him again anyway. And the fact that he can do that many skate tricks on like a Zephyr board is crazy because they're not designed for that. So instant respect from my point of view. That's actually a really good answer. <laughs> um, I think he's my favourite. Um, like, this bully. whole attitude. Uh, so in other words, you, you just love the fact he's a bully. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> he's got a hard life. His mum's not the greatest role model in the show, yeah, I'll say. Sad. He gets pooped on by Homer. Oh, we're him or something. Oh, yeah. He just really, like, picks up and leaves. After Nelson let him in his life. I think I just have to go with Homer. Yeah, okay, I'm, I'm down with that one. That's cool. I was thinking Nelson at first, honestly. He's that personality. Like, they actually do a bit of character building for him. Where he dates Lisa and... Oh, yeah. He has a little bit of, like, heartfelt stuff towards the Stone Cold Bully. But, um, but uh, I don't want to pick. Legend. Good Funny enough. Guys. Least favourite. Comic book guy. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> If not in mint condition, <laughs> you get out of my shop. Just, dude, you're like 84 or no. You're like 30 years old with a ponytail sitting in your shop by yourself. Least favourite bitch. I don't want to say Ralph Wiggum, just because he's annoying to the Simpsons. Just Can I, This is the second time this episode you can get out. like Dumb inputs, mm. but I think my least favourite would have to be um Martin Prince. Oh yeah, no, that, that's a cool answer I like. Yeah. The complete opposite of Nelson, yeah. we'll say. Like that one. Keanu, now that you've recovered and... Millhouse. Oh, that's a great answer. I completely forgot about Millhouse because of how cool Bart is. Don't like him. I just... just he gives me like a... Lisa. And Bart. And Bart. <laughs> yeah, he's just a follower. Oh, yeah, it's true. Um, One that I just thought of then that I could have probably put into underrated actually is the um is the two guys at the plan. I'm see, I can't even think of their names. Lenny and, Lenny and Carl. I was trying to think of Lenny. Could have been uh, underrated yeah. as well. They're an awesome yeah, duo. Awesome, yeah. 
So um, we're going to tie this episode up here. If it's a bit stop-start, it's because I had to do a fair bit of editing throughout through to some uh, sensor issues we'll go with. so um, The outside people. The outside people, of course. So we'll be back at you guys with hopefully some updated volleyball news, etc. next week. Um, it'll be the first results of the girls' rugby as well. So we'll see you then. Have a good one. Later. Ah, hello!